Hello everyone, my name is Rick and uh, today I'm in sunny Amsterdam recording another podcast for uh, our Graph Database podcast. I've got a new guest which is uh, the ever-charming Mr. Jim Weber. Hey Jim. Hello Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. The sun is shining and it's a beautiful day outside. Um, people might not know you uh, that well, so uh, why don't you introduce yourself? What's, what's your link to the wonderful world of Graph Databases? Uh, so my name is Jim Weber and I'm Neo4j's chief scientist and uh, my link to Graph Databases goes back to about 2008 when I first started to uh, use Neo4j and uh, ultimately contribute to the database before I, uh, I joined the Neo team about four and a half years ago. That's great. And um, so I, in this podcast, I really don't have a lot of questions. You know, the two really most important questions are, you know, what do you love most about Neo or Graph Databases? And, you know, where do you see this going? So let's start with the start. And um, can you tell us a little bit about what you really love about Graph Databases and why it's the best thing since sliced bread? When dust storms are sailing, it may even be better than sliced bread. So, I, I was there's two answers really, Rick. So, you know, I'm, at, at the moment I work on the inside of Neo4j, and I've got to say that it's a, it's a joy and a privilege to do some really fascinating kind of computer science research and development work that people then take and build amazing systems on. But that amazing systems aspect is really what got me hooked in the first place as a Neo4j user. So, you know, in, in what feels like an eternity ago now, I was uh, faced with a, with a challenge of building a, a product catalogue uh, in a telecoms uh, 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 company and um, modelling uh, in this product catalogue you know, things that the, the, the business users wanted, particularly upsell. So knowing what products you already had, being able to price those products as a bundle, and importantly being able to cross-sell and upsell to you to, to, you know, to increase your value as a customer. And back in the day, we were going to do that with a mixture of off-the-shelf software and customization and relational databases. And we thought that, give or take, it would take about three years before we had upsell functionality implemented. Now, I bumped into uh, Emil Efrem, uh, one of the founders of Neo4j, uh, quite accidentally uh, in, uh, in the bleak depths of a southern Swedish winter. And he kind of explained to me that really my model was a graph. And I kind of got there at a conceptual level. I knew that things depended on other things and so on. But then Emil told me about this thing called Neo4j where the graphs were represented as first-class citizens in the database. And I've got to say, that, that didn't sit comfortably with me. That was, uh, you know, we, the database for us back then, that was all about the relational database. And while I understood in my Java code or whatever, I was going to have a bunch of objects connected together in my database, I expected tables. But anyway, I went, I went back to work and uh, kind of thought, well, I've, what was that funny name database that, that that Swedish guy told me about? And we you know, gave it a go, and actually within a, an afternoon, admittedly a long afternoon, we kind of spiked out what it would mean to do a product catalog for telecoms and implement upsell. And that really blew me away. The first time I ran a query in Neo, and it wasn't Neo as we know it today, it was an early version of Neo, didn't have the wonderful Cypher query language or any of that stuff. You know, just really did a simple graph traversal. But when it told me, given my starting products, what I should buy next, it blew me away. I, I honestly thought I'd built Skynet. And then you kind of think, oh, no, I haven't actually. I've just done a graph traversal. But for that, that moment, from that moment, I was hooked because we took a problem that we thought might take three years to deliver, and we delivered it in you know, order of magnitude hours. And being able to conceptualize a problem as, gra as graphs 
makes things that were previously intractable readily tractable, and I was hooked from there on in. You show me you need it, let you have credit. I'm a jolly banker, jolly banker. Super. So I, I, I'm summarizing it. It's, it's all about the model. Is that you know? It's it's the model that that most attracts you to it. So the graph model, I think, is the most expressive and pleasant model that I've ever worked with because it it matches the way that I think. I think many of us think as humans about stuff being connected to other stuff in, in a kind of rich, semantically driven network. What attracts me to Neo is that it was the technology that supported that model that was leagues ahead of everything I've ever seen before. And even today, it's still leagues ahead because it's by far the most mature graph database available. So if I want to adopt the most you know, expressive and straightforward and pleasurable model, and indeed, in, in many cases, the most performant model, uh, that's graphs. And if I want the technology that supports that, that's Neo. Super. Uh Preaching to the choir, uh, but I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so yeah, and then the follow-up question is, you know, where is it going? I mean, you as the chief scientist, you're perfectly placed to answer that question. Where would you see the technology in five years from now? And you know, what's a realistic uh, objective there? So I guess there are, there are two levels to that answer. There's the kind of business impact that the technology is going to have, and then there's the technology itself. And I think they're both fascinating. Right now, my sense is that, that graphs are primed uh, for the big time. So you look at all of the indicators that we have, all of the metrics that, we, that the, that the uh, analysts are running, and graphs are by far outstripping all other database categories, even NoSQL. Uh, in terms of growth right now, there are, there's something that's built up and pent up, and now graphs are a thing. Not not just Neo4j, although Neo4j is leading the charge, but graph tech as a whole is really taking off. I think that you know, at some point in the medium term, we're going to look at graphs in the same way that we look at relational today. It's just going to be the data model. Yeah, uh, I'm super confident about that. Uh, where are we going in terms of you know, Neo4j and its implementation technology? Well, where are we not going? I mean, you know, there's a, there's there's years of computer science ahead of us, some of which is already written down. The academic community has kind of been doing some very pioneering work there. But you know, in, to, to kind of boil it down to uh, a few podcastable sound bites, I think there's a bunch of work that's going to happen around query languages. I think the, the, the cipher query language is going to go from strength to strength. I think those guys are going to figure out better and better ways of doing query planning and optimization, and potentially even things like you know, parallel queries and distributed queries and so on. In terms of the database engine itself, there's a whole bunch of fundamental concurrent programming, algorithms and data structure stuff where we're going to be pushing the limits in terms of performance and robustness. And indeed, in terms of the kind of distributed system stuff, which is you know, my background, I think we've seen uh, a resurgence of incredibly high performance transaction protocols, which all but you know, uh, detonate the reasons for having soft state and eventual consistency because they eliminate so many of the unavailability and uh, unperformant characteristics of traditional 2PC. So I think we're going to see a resurgence of like extremely high performance, high concurrency transaction processing uh, and commit protocols. And um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to living in that world in the next few years. That is a super answer and I'm really looking forward to living that uh, together with you and uh, it's going to be an exciting ride. Thank you so much for the time, Jim, and I uh, look forward to speaking to you again. Pleasure. Thanks, Rick. I'm a jolly banker, jolly banker, am I?